You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Liam Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters. I didn't plan very well for the start of the show. The audio listeners have to be so rattled right now. Was that no. noisy? Yes. Oh. Was, it was. A, yeah, yes, PD. Sorry. It was, it was on me. Very That's noisy. My oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> it, it, getting Friday fun day off to a good start here. Yes. Um, this is our last live show in this studio. It is. Are you going to miss it? What? No. No. <laughs> no. Sean? But what does it? It brings some memories, though. <laughs> no, because in the new studio, I'll actually be, I'll actually be able to see you guys when and, I'm producing the show. And where Sean sits is a freezing corner. Literally an air conditioner air above Air blowing my head. on you. There's Horrible. so many things wrong in this studio. <laughs> like, you know, the sound, like, uh, there's an office on the other side of this pillar right. that there's a four-inch gap. And I don't know if you know this, but we need audio to do this show and you can hear them in the office when they talk and or laugh. Yeah. So we bought pool noodles and jammed pool noodles <laughs> in the gap to try to help. And this, this was the bane of our existence. Me and, and Shane built this out of two by fours, this little thing on the wall. And it was just, Saul just came in and said, you guys build it. And we're like, huh? Like what? <laughs> Here's a saw and a tape measure. Here's a saw and a tape measure. Build it. And we're like, so that was kind of a, it was an interesting project. We, might, a have, nice job. we might have taken the circular saw across the carpet. <laughs> Don't tell. We might okay. have cut the carpet. Now the new studio is how many times bigger? Three than, times. Three times larger yeah. than this. We're well, excited. The, the office, the studio yeah. itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's more studio more studios. The studio, even the studio is a little bigger. There, than there's this. a yeah. workspace for desk. writers. I have a desk. You have a. You get your own desk. Yeah, I'm oh very excited. Gosh. And Sean has this really cool mural around his area with koalas on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've. I do. We've, I've decided to decorate my office like yeah. a like a newborn's bedroom, and it's going to be like safari theme. There's going to be koalas <laughs> with, and a, with a thing hanging <laughs> yeah. from yes. the from the ceiling. Perfect. Perfect. Oh my CWP set a tray off the rails zero seconds in, and that is. 100% on me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I should have planned better. No, it it's was right. funny. We'll get to that later. It's in a fun. Well, you probably saw him opening chips. So. I can't see. Yeah, me. we'll get to that later. Well, well, they heard it anyway. I mean, they could have guessed. Yeah. 
we'll get to all of that later. But before yeah. we dive into hockey, PD and I are feeling, and Sean are feeling a little sore today because we talked about this yesterday morning, but we played pickleball yesterday afternoon at Pickleball Kingdom in Chandler. It was so freaking fun. I did not, I never played pickleball before. I didn't know what to expect. Um, David from Pickleball Kingdom really gave us amazing instruction and we had a freaking fun time. Yeah, I tell you what, David at, at Pickleball Kingdom was absolutely unreal. The patience he had with us goofballs <laughs> trying to explain. but And I was it, somehow the demonstrator like messing up on the demonstrations. But it's fun because it, it's a sport that if you've, if you have or haven't played any racket sports in your life, honestly, it doesn't matter. And I will say this, I was the oldest participant, which I've said many times during the competition. Um, it's a sport that anybody can play. It really is. Like, I have to admit, don't go play with a bunch of 20-year-olds that are trying to win things because that was a bad choice for me. But if you play in your own yeah, peer range... Yeah, but the person who won wasn't in their 20s. I know. Yeah, and to be fair, Petey, me and David, who are like the two youngest people at this company, lost to you and Espo. So... That is a, that is a fair <laughs> point. But it, I, I tell you what, it, is, it was unbelievably fun once you figured out the rules. And I will say this, it took me one or two games yeah. to go, oh, I forgot that or yeah, I missed yeah, that yeah. rule. Because there are a lot of different rules from tennis or ping pong they play it a little bit differently but once you learn the rules we had a blast there and i didn't know a facility like that existed me either all indoors great summer activity you know a terrific workout does too. anybody know how many courts they had oh they had like 15 yeah they I think. were oh, they're, yeah, yeah 15 we were huge. Their yeah it, was, it huge. was huge and it's such a fun way to get exercise but not feel like you're quote-unquote working out like i turned my apple watch on and my like stats from that workout were unreal. My legs are sore, my arm is sore, and my abs are sore. Like you're just right, but you don't even feel like you're doing it because yeah. you're just having fun. So I, I have about one game in, I bent over to pick up a ball and I pulled a hammy. <laughs> so, so I'll start with that. One game in, I'm going, I can't play. I hurt myself. You're like, where's the, ball. the trainer? <laughs> then two games in, I wear glasses. Two games in, I'm sweating, leaking, and my glasses <laughs> start sliding down my nose. So I took my glasses off for the remainder. They played much better without my glasses on. The problem for me is I'm competitive, and I might sit there and say that I'm not, but I really am. And I was frustrated because I was trying to hit it like a tennis ball, or I'm trying to hit it harder, and sometimes harder isn't always the best strategy. So I kept hitting it into the rafters, <laughs> which is not good. Oh, so that's one. And two, I didn't figure out the strategy and the way to approach the game until about halfway through and then I finally dawned on me this is how you play the game I wish I would have learned that a little bit earlier we'll have to go back because I would 100% would go back because now I get it now I get the strategy I get what you're trying to do I get the point and how you go about it I had the other thing and on my last pickleball story do you know what the yips are Oh, yeah. Craig, do you know what the yips are from a baseball catcher where he can't throw the ball to the pitcher because he gets the yips and he literally can't make the 20 foot throw to the yeah. pitcher. So we practiced serving where you just similar tennis, you do it in a cross court. Literally 100% of my serves went in one. Didn't miss one. It was just easy. <laughs> Hit it from here to that square over and over. We started playing the in competition. I went four straight games without getting a serve in. It was like, I could see the square no matter how hard or how light I hit it. It went off the other way. I had the yips for four games and I finally got over the I yips. will say, so we did rotation at like random partners, random opponents and I won with Sean and I won with Petey. Yeah. I thought so we, we, we made we, good partners. Because we got to play against Shane. Shane and we, we, Shane, pay, we beat we played Shane, Shane and Sean. Sean. 
That was that one of my, That was a good match. That felt good. We were mic'd up for that one too. Yeah. So video content coming. It was to, fun. Uh, and honestly, I, I sincerely say this: if people are looking for something to do to get physical activity, but fun and compete, yeah. Any age range. Yeah. Anybody with any. Any you don't skill need to know level. how to play it. They'll teach no. you. No, and the, the teaching and instruction was was it was fantastic. I would absolutely do this again, yep. without a doubt. I want. I'm yeah. not advisable coming off surgery. But no. yeah. yeah, I would have been there. With I think it's bullshit yeah. that you get it out of that too. Like you, you like I know it's fun, but no, Craig's like, had, no, I'm gonna go home. He had FOMO. I'm gonna go home. Did you have FOMO or not really? Craig doesn't get FOMO. Was, uh, was not having a great day. That's yet. true. Great, and then just reach out to David out there because yeah. he was phenomenal it was, it was amazing they have all the equipment you need you don't need to have your own equipment they'll teach you the game he also cooked saw because saw i had to play, Did saw they play like after six times and so one time our game finished real early so david from pickleball kingdom played on my team against saw and he was just drilling saw like just just like full good i don't even like Raphael on the doll just just <laughs> I didn't see it, at I him and, and Saul was literally like curling up and like turning away from the ball because it was coming straight at him. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah, so Saul won. Saul won. And one. Max, who has one fresh arm. off so shoulder surgery and is wearing one a sling, arm. got second place. Yep. That just it is amazing. the quality of the But coach. it was fun. It was, a, it was a really good, fun experience. I'm glad we went. I was frustrated yep. that it wasn't better, <laughs> that I wanted to be better than I was. But it was a great time with, with the staff. And, yep. and I got to give it to PHNX that does cool, fun yep. stuff. Yep. Shout like out this. Max and shout, shout out. out Pickleball Video Kingdom. Max. Check out pickleballkingdom.com if you want to uh, sign up to, to go. It's it's super fun. Yep. Highly recommend it. And then afterwards, a bunch of us walked across the parking lot to some bar. And we sat down and said, what four peaks do you have? And I swear every single person at the table got the peach ale. Because it's so refreshing, especially like I love huh. a beer when I'm really thirsty and I was thirsty. I know alcohol to hydrate isn't recommended <laughs> necessarily, but drinking a four peaks after you've sweated out in Pickleball Kingdom, great feeling. We had a great time <laughs> across the street at the bar after with in enjoying four peaks. So you should all enjoy four peaks as well. It's a great beer and we need our next toast of the month sweepstakes winner as well. You can enter to win a $50 four peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice and a PHNX annual membership. All you have to do is go to gophnx.com or click on the link below in the show notes. You must be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. Okay, let's talk some hockey. There's a little bit going on. Um, kind of happened yesterday, but... The Vegas Golden Knights announced yesterday that Ro goaltender Robin Lanner would miss the entire 2022-2023 season because he needs hip surgery. A lot of thoughts on this yeah, I off the thoughts. bat. Uh, first of all, I will get to all of them. Why now? Why the whole season? What's Vegas going to do next? How does this affect the, re the Pacific Division and the rest of the conference? And with that, I'll let one of you jump right in. You know who else had hip surgery? <laughs> me i'll be on the peloton in two weeks so what's the deal Robin? wow Man, the whole season <laughs> really bud really Gauntlet. sounds suspicious to me uh i agree with you what's up with the timing of this because i confirmed yesterday that this is not a brand new injury oh did you think it might heal maybe you should have gone down this road a little sooner had this surgery in may and then you could have been ready for the season or at least part of the season i Still don't understand why he's out. Yeah, I think as, I don't as, know the extent as of an entire surgery, staff, but... that's the biggest question for me. If I'm in the coaching room right now, I'm going, why the hell didn't we do this in May? Yep. Like, we he missed games at the end of the season. There was a battle between DeBoer and the goaltender on, is he really hurt? And that was a hip injury at the time. Now, if it's the same one or not, I don't know. I, I have no inside knowledge of the 
face cold nights. It may be a different hip injury. But this has been a problem with Robin Leonard since the end of last season. So why is it happening in the first week of August? If I'm a staff member, that's my biggest question. Because it, is it a new injury that just happened last week when he's training? Or is this something we've known about? Because that's four months of rehab that you just missed out on. And mm-hmm. that would be my biggest frustration in this if I'm part of that coaching. Staff. Hell yes. And now you're, you're the Vegas Golden Knights who still believe, even though you missed the playoffs, that you're a cup contender. And granted, they had a lot of injuries. They did. They had a, an insane amount of injuries last year. But Max Pacioretty is gone. He's also going to be out for a long time with Carolina. But he's gone. Now you don't have a goaltender. What are you going to do? It's not like there are a lot of options. And I, I was talking to Jesse Granger, the beat writer for The Athletic, about this. And he even wrote a story on it looking at some of the options in free agency where you're you're looking at maybe Braden Holpe or like he even mentioned Corey Schneider's name as a possibility in free agency. Like I can't even imagine going that route. Maybe you try and swing a trade. Um, he, he mentioned Semyon Varlamov is on, you know, got one year left with the Islanders and it's pretty clear that he's lost the starting job. So maybe you make that move. Um, there was even talk of offer sheeting Jake Ottinger to try and get a goalie, but You've got Leonard under contract for a long time, so to do that, isn't swimming in available money. Well, either. they they will be with long term injured reserve. They can exceed the cap of like twelve million now between between uh, Robin Lanner and uh, Shea Weber. Um, so you have the opportunity to do it, but are there options out there? Can you really improve your goaltending situation at this point? Can you get your goaltending situation to the point where you honestly believe? That you're still a contender. I just, I don't yeah, know. This is a team that finished fourth in the Pacific Division last year that was favored to win the division going into it. I think we all picked them. Decimated by injuries. Yeah. That was their biggest problem. And it was all of their offensive big leaders that got hurt, missed most of the season. I get it. What what I find interesting, one, that, that podcasts across North America right now, this is the story. Because after five seasons... The Vegas Golden Knights went from year one being the darling and everybody rooted for to five years into it being the team that team that people love to hate. Mm-hmm. Five years into it. Like this, this is usually reserved for the long time people like the Yankees or the Dallas Cowboys, where you get that kind of vitriol against the team. People are rooting against this team. And I don't know if this is a team that I would go automatically. This is a playoff team right now in the Western Conference. I, I don't know. It, with Robin Lehner playing at his best. Yeah, I, I think this team is good, but you lose Pacioretty. You've who is their their leader in the locker room now and on the ice? Jack Eichel. <laughs> How's that worked People out are for other teams? The the Jack Eichel curse. Has, yeah, and and have got Mark Stone, who's terrific player, right? Yeah, we've we got guys coming. A lot of guys coming off injuries yes, too. And yes. how are they going to perform after being out for extended lengths of time last year? Mark Stone missed a tremendous amount of time last year. So how are all those players going to participate? When you talk about goaltending, to me, what do I think they'll do? And, of course, go to DraftKings. <laughs> you, you guessing goalie yeah, things? Yeah, me and goalie things. So bet against me. Logan Thompson, who they pulled up from the American League, who was one of the top goalies in the American League the year prior, I believe Logan Thompson gets the torch. I believe Logan Thompson goes into next season as their number one Oof. goalie. Logan Thompson right now is 25 years old and played a total of 20 games in the National Hockey League. I think he's the guy they hand the mantle to. Laurent Brossois will be the 1B, and they'll throw it just the tandem so through the just, season. Are you just looking at this as like get in, get into the playoffs yeah. at this point, and then Not maybe winning. you make a move at the deadline? 
maybe improve your goal because tending. I don't think I don't think the Alpha Sheet of Ottinger makes sense right now. No, I don't either. Because you you your ultimate laner is going to come back, right? And then you're stuck with a, a huge financial cap issue. So I don't think Ottinger is a real play. But you're in the Pacific Division, which is Very I still think is the weakest, weakest division in hockey. So you have an op- opportunity to get into the playoffs. But then who are you displacing? Um, Calgary and Edmonton are probably the favorites at the top of this division now. And I don't think Calgary was, though, Craig, until they signed Agreed. Huberdu and they, they're talking about signing Uyghur long-term. Yeah. If I they mean, can get that locked up. Brad True Living turned that entire offseason around. This could have been disaster. Could have been a disaster. And, and instead? I think they're still a playoff team. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. And they could win this division again. Uh, L.A. made the playoffs. I don't know if their, if their progression is going to be linear, but Anaheim got better. It's it's not easy, like you said. And Vancouver's like, yeah, and Vancouver's the right there too. Vancouver's part of the conversation. I think LA is one of those teams that'll be interesting. Do they continue to move forward, or do they become stagnant? Like, do they level off? I still I still think LA is going to be a team that's tenth to eighth, maybe seventh. I think they're in that ballpark. The one to me to watch out for in this division is going to be Anaheim, because now can they compete with Vegas? They added Frank Toronto, they added uh, Ryan Strom, and they added John Klingberg. Like Anaheim got better. Yeah. And John Gibson, when he is on, is as good as any goal in the league. And I'll go to bat with that comment. I think he's outstanding. Anaheim's better. So where do the Vegas Golden Knights fall in? I I don't know. And is there still now starting to become this little black cloud yeah. over Vegas? Be- between the injuries, the cap issues, the guys getting sent out, the coaches being fired. lack of a prospect pool now, too, right? They've gone Traded for everybody away. every year. They don't have a prospect pool. And we've talked about them it, being in this window, which is really closing fast now, a lot of their players are, are going to be on the wrong side of 30. You you see what the stats say. I mean, there are guys, obviously, that sustain, but Mark Stone's 30 years old already. Jonathan Marcheseau is 31. Riley Smith is 31. Alex Petrangelo, 32. Alec Martinez, 35. They've got some older players. I mean, their window felt like it was, if it was going to happen, it was going to have to happen last year or this year or or maybe one more year down the road, but I just don't think Vegas has much time. And honestly, when I look at their roster now and compare it to the elite teams in the NHL, I don't think Vegas is winning a cup. I don't think it's going to happen for Bill Foley. And then what? When He's when, a guy that expects to win. When period. it comes time to pay the piper and they haven't won the cup and all these guys are too old, then what? What becomes of this franchise in that city? With no draft choices and yes. no prospects. Now what? Because this is an owner that expects to win. There is literally nothing less than winning is acceptable. And you saw that with Gerard Gallant. You've gone through two coaches now that were well-liked. Now what? Next move, there is only one move left. It's Kelly McCrimmon and George McPhee. So somebody's, if this team struggles again, if this team misses the playoffs again, oh my goodness, people are going to be up in arms. Mm-hmm. Because then it's time, then 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 they're in trouble. Because if you can look at the Coyotes and go, okay, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. But guess what? The Coyotes' draft pool and prospect pool is massive. Yep. There is so much hope on the horizon for this franchise that the future is bright for Vegas. I don't think you can say that right now. Yeah, and I want to mm. point out this comment from Pat. Vegas will take the Coyote spot as a bottom five team in two to three years because I was just thinking that. Like, there's there's 16 teams in the Western Conference, and, you know, for years it's been Chicago at the top, you know, uh, Vegas at the top, all of these teams at the top, and you, there's always the teams that are at the bottom. But 
you know, times change and there's going to be a, bit, yeah. a slow flip because like you said, if there's no prospect pool and I mean, who knows what's going to happen? There's the teams that are always really competitive, but you know, look in the East Detroit made the playoffs for 20 straight seasons or something. Yeah. 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 And all of a sudden they've been really bad for a few years. So this is going to happen and there can, there has to be teams at the bottom. There has to be teams at the top. It's simply numbers. I don't know. Like in the future, it's it's kind of for me what I see this as from a Coyotes point of view. It's like opening up the places for the Coyotes to rise in in this in years to come down the line. But you bring up a good point because it's two. You look at two expansion franchises coming in to the league and doing things completely different. Yes. Vegas made a splash, tried to win today, and now their cupboard is empty and they did not get that. When they were in the, the Stanley Cup Finals, they've been in the, the uh, outstanding playoff team, making it in three consecutive seasons. Seattle's doing it differently. Seattle's trying to do it through draft picks and youth and building and building the cupboard and building the future. And they're doing it much more slowly. So you saw a team in Seattle that didn't make the playoffs. It wasn't near the playoffs. And now they'll continue to build slowly. And I wonder when you look back in, in revisionist history and you look back and you go after 10 years of both franchises, which where are smarter, these franchises? Which was the smarter, which was move. The smarter move? Yeah. And I, I mean, Seattle's done a little like this offseason. They surprised me a little with some of their moves that I almost thought, OK, wh- why are you doing that now? It doesn't really make sense for your timeline. But with Vegas, I had a question for you guys. Like if Vegas doesn't go to the cup final that first season, does that change the way that they view themselves? Do they do things a little bit different? Did that almost set expectations too high for this franchise where suddenly it was forgive the uh, analogy for the city but all in Mm -hmm. every year i think so i think so too Mm. and i think the expectations now there are and and especially for the ownership group it's win or go home and you've you've established your fan base right away as a fan base that expects the best you look at seattle they came in and they have a very solid fan base but that it's going to grow slowly. The team, the, the fan base is going to grow with the team and the team's going to continually get better. The fan base is going to get bigger. Is it going to be the reverse effect? We've seen the numbers when teams aren't playing well, their attendance numbers suffer people. It's hard. It's hard as a fan to be invested in a really bad team. So, you know, for teams like the Coyotes in Seattle where they're bad now, but they're still that loyal base and it's going to grow and grow as the team gets better and better, is the reverse going to happen to Vegas? Yeah, I wonder what the crowds will look like in Vegas if it's a bad team, and it will be a bad team in a few years. Yeah. That will I be mean, a really and, interesting And the one story thing Vegas has going for it is it's Vegas, and sure. it's a destination. It's and just a show, right? It's a show, and, and it, the arena's right on the strip, and yep. even, like bachelor party. You know, I don't, I don't really think like attendance necessarily will be an issue, but... That might be a really hard place to be yeah. a player. I don't know. It's a team to keep an eye on this year in the Western Conference for sure. Because I think that their expectations are still to perform well and to compete for a Stanley Cup. I'm thinking they're more a team that's going to have to get into the playoffs right now. I think there's some better teams than they are in the Western Conference. I think Colorado is elite still in the West. Um, this might be a kick at the can where they have to use the dreaded R word and they might have to start to rebuild. In Vegas, if they don't make the playoffs, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I can't even believe we're talking about there. Can't believe it. And it goes and, back and to oh, by the way, Jack Eichel's there. Yeah, for a long, long term. Time. Like and thought he was going to a great situation, escaping Buffalo. And whoops. do you think Craig that they would have wrought, rethought the Mark Andre, <laughs> the, the Mark Andre Fleury move? If, if rethink it right now, is yeah. hindsight, yeah, twenty twenty here, yeah. 
and a popular player that everybody loved. I didn't. I didn't understand it. I, I still don't think Robin Leonard is an elite goaltender in the NHL. I don't. I think Robin Leonard's better in a one A one B situation yeah. than a starter backup situation. Agreed. I'm concerned about his Completely his agree. health and his ability to play a that large of a workload, and it's shown over the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. And maybe in a tandem situation, he he's been. There are games where he's absolutely unbeatable. He's a great goaltender, but got to play. If you're not playing, how great are you? So I, I think there is some some people that are looking in the mirror going, uh-oh, sure would be nice to have Marc-Andre Fleury right about now. Crazy how popular this team was, This how great this story was for the first couple seasons. I mean, obviously you had the, the backdrop of the tragedy, the yeah. shooting that first season, so it galvanized the entire community. Then they go all the way to the cup final, and even the next couple seasons, they're making deep runs, and you're just like, oh my God, a team that is enjoying instant success. I didn't even know this was possible through expansion, but they didn't get to taste it, and now... But do you, th- what do you think, Craig, though? Like the Gerard Gallant decision, who was well-liked in the in the media, he was well-liked in the community, and then Marc-Andre Fleury, who was extremely well-liked from the locker room, around the league, to the community, and those two players' departures, or the coach and the players' departures, weren't smooth by any means. No. Yeah, I don't think that helped the perception. Yeah, James, I think that's James what started to turn. I agree with you more with Flurry because I'm I, I don't know enough about the behind the scenes. I've always had great interactions with Gerard Gallant, but this has happened to him a few places. So yep. you wonder, okay, what's happening behind the scenes? Yeah, I was really curious how this announcement about Leonard affected the odds for the Vegas Golden Knights. So I have them right here. Um, So for their championship odds to win the whole thing, they're plus 2,000, kind of like the front middle of the pack. So still relatively... So a playoff team, but kind of what Katie said, right? A team that's sneaks into the playoffs. Yeah, and then in the division, uh, so Edmonton has the best odds in the Pacific, plus 190. Calgary's second best, plus 290. Vegas is actually third best, plus 330. So they're still ahead of LA, which is plus 500. Anaheim's plus a thousand. Wow. Okay. So I don't know. Could be some interesting value interesting. there. Just, I, I, well, I might have to and let's tickle see. that one a little bit. I'm going to try and pull up to make my drafting. They have to out. make. You can bet teams to make the playoffs. Yeah. Yes or no. Hmm. So I'm going to try and pull it up here. So yes, minus three hundred. No, Perfect. plus two forty. Wow. So I don't know if you're feeling not very confident, which I'm not really right now. A little plus two forty on the. A little like maybe five dollars on plus two forty. Like. Hmm. Huh. I don't know. Hit your yeah. DraftKings yeah. Sportsbook app. We'll see. So yeah, Pacific's going to be a weird division it, this it year. It will be. Tough to predict. It definitely will be. Um, so check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app for those odds. And before I forget, I'm going to throw it to Sean for his DraftKings pick of the week. Yeah, I need redemption because I missed last week um, on the D-backs. They let me down. Um, I'm going to go back to baseball, though. Um, I'm going to go with the – I'm. I'm just feeling I'm going with the Boston Red Sox. Not a very good team this year, but they're playing the New York Yankees, and the Yankees have sucked in the second half of the season, which I predicted because the Yankees suck. Uh, they're overrated. Uh, Aaron Boone is a terrible manager. I hate everything about them and everything they stand for. Um, wow. Meanwhile, postseason hero for the Boston Red Sox, Nathan Nivaldi, is on the mound. So I'm just going to go Sox money line. They're minus 105. Um, so, yeah. Oh, wow. They're actually 
They're favorites. I did not expect that. Um, yeah, so minus 105 against the New York Yankees, Boston Red Sox. That is my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the All week. All right. Well, if you want to tail Sean or get on any of those NHL futures or bet on the World Juniors as well, that's going on right now, you can do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Be sure to download it today. Use the promo code PHNX and make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details details a couple more hockey notes before we completely get off the rails um world juniors team usa continuing to play well beat teams by it's just not a lot of yeah, not, this tournament is there it's not it's, i, I, I want to love it i love too. the world juniors i want to so badly i I'm watched the game last night are fun. it was zero zero after one you go we got a game yeah and, and then, then the, the second Americans period roll. <laughs> boom yeah. yeah, that's a good hockey team. They get to the net hard. They uh, shots from the point. Shoot, shoot, There's shoot. There's two teams in their pool. There's two teams. Yeah. The other side is a little more interesting with the Czechs and Slovakia, but it's still I may still think it's Canada. And I think Finland. the interest it's summertime in Edmonton. And do you want to go sit inside a hockey rink or do you want to get outside in one of the very few months that you can actually enjoy the weather there? This is a tournament that was canceled Apparently last no December. No one is taking that advice though, so, you know. Yeah. We would appreciate it much more here in Arizona to go into a cold hockey saying. rink. I'm just saying. Move the tournament like you um, are telling me. If you're going to do August, put Edmonton, it here. clearly not Brilliant. a hockey market. Yeah, exactly. Um, Logan Cooley had an assist last night on the last goal. Um, so he's continuing to make an impact. And, and I you know, I haven't really been able to watch, but what I've seen online, because everyone on, online is correct all the time, but that he's just making an impact like away from the puck as well. They're playing – They at least they did last night. They played very physical with him. So that's yeah. – I mean, it's it's almost a, a, a good thing yeah. for fans and scouts to watch. Yeah. How does he handle this situation? Because it's clearly what's going to happen to him in the NHL. Yeah, yeah. I think the American team is going to face a lot of that throughout this tournament. Yeah. I think the small skilled forwards are going to get – some of that math Matthew Knight is a big body guy, but they got yeah. a lot of the small skill. Guys. Yeah, and and as far and every night, every night I see a Connor Bedard highlight that just brings tears to my <sighs> eyes. Ridiculous. Tears to my eyes. There was another one last night that was absolutely unreal. We need him. We need him on the coyotes. And by the way, the final matchup of the hashtag competition for the season, the season slogan, it cuts down to the final two. Shit the Bedard, of course. Thanks, Sean. And uh, bomb for Bedard. So that final matchup will be posted on our Twitter later this afternoon at PHNX. Well, we've already said this is not a democracy, coyotes. right? Yeah, I wonder what will win. I'm like, pretty we can do whatever we want. Pretty yeah. certain I know what's going to win already. Okay. Yeah, but we'll see. So go vote on that a little bit later today once it's posted. And Craig had a neutral zone posted today. I don't want to give too much away because you should become a member at gophnx.com to read it all. But Craig, was there anything... Anything from there that you want to also bring to the show? We've talked about the Jacob Chikrin rumors a yep. lot, so just we'll see how that plays out. I don't, I don't think the door is closed on a possible trade for Jacob Chikrin, but I, I said this on a previous show. A lot of rumors about Ottawa. They're not the only team in the mix so far. Nobody's come with an offer that's going to pry Jacob Chikrin away from the Coyotes. No matter what you've heard, it's not going to happen. I've even seen some Ottawa media members saying the Coyotes are asking a ridiculously high price. Well. Thanks for holding the water for Ottawa's uh, management team uh, with with those tweets, guys. But it's not going to work. Bill Armstrong is not going to undervalue his asset. He'll wait. He'll wait. He'll be patient. He's got him under contract for three more years. If that means Jacob Chickwin's going to be a Coyote when the season starts, so be it. They'll go with that. Yep. Nothing um, new on Barrett Hayton. Yeah. I had some updates on a lot of their 
free agents who are moving on, just sort of where they are. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of news and notes yeah, in there. Yeah, tons of stuff in yeah. there. If you yeah. haven't checked it out, do so at gophnx.com. Become a member if you're not already so you can read that and all of Craig's other articles. Um, and, and you can sign up for an annual membership, get a free shirt from the locker when you do like the one Petey's wearing that comes in black and red and purple. So get one of each. Black uh, and purple are sold out right now. Well, oh, just saying. yeah. And they, they're going to restock the Coyotes. So if you're wanting a size that's not there, just hold off if you sign up for a membership you get a code so you can hold on to that code and wait until the shirt you want is restocked so don't wait to become a member based on shirt availability i promise you'll get the shirt that you want and read craig's article and get the proper use of the word ilk oh yeah ilk i don't think i've ever used the word ilk in a sentence i've never used it in a sentence and or a written document in my life but it's a great word if you want to see the proper usage of the word ilk (laughs) become a member become a member (laughs) because that's the kind of stuff you get here and nowhere else. And here's the other kind of stuff you get here. We've been doing taste tests every Friday for whatever I didn't even reason. know we were going to do one today. Either did I, but I think everyone who tuned into the show right Look as it started knows now. Head in oh, right oh, right oh, oh, he always shows up for and the taste test. He's got the metal in his pocket. It's like after the Olympics and they're just rubbing it in your <laughs> he nose. Has pickleball Look metal. what I got. And he just <laughs> robbed everyone on the golf course apparently too. Look, he's There's literally a... showing us a stack but of I cash. But I thought someone in, in this... <laughs> Organization said you are not an athlete. I've heard that here. Yeah, Someone said Ma- that. Michaela will, will forever rue the day she said that. I'm oh just saying. Oh my gosh. You are very competitive, Saul. <laughs> I will say that. Oh, he's coming on the mic. Here we go. <laughs> Listen, just like the coyotes right now, I have always been slept on. And at some point, I will rise and overcome. <laughs> and you have. And I have. So uh, that's a good, uh, you know. Holy cow. Holy. What is in your hand right Golf now? winnings. How much uh, money is in your hand? $600. What? Thank you, Burrito Express, for hooking me up because you guys suck at golf. <laughs> and I don't. Is that our summer bonus money? <laughs> there we go. What's that? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, look at you, Saul. Anyway, wow. Have a good show, guys. Thanks. Literally, so all happy songs. We're moving. He's killing it on the golf course. He's got the medal. Unreal. He's going to be passing that out in the form of bonuses. That's what I've heard. But that's yeah. the PHNX family. <laughs> I hope I'm not. <laughs> Can I explain the fun day, Friday fun day? Yeah. So it's actually hysterical that Saul opened the door right when we were queuing this up because that time we tasted his burgers, Saul walked in the room and sat down on the show. And ate the burgers. And ate the burgers. So Petey called me this morning. I'm going to Safeway. We're going to do a taste test. I didn't even know we were doing one. Well, this is all. This all came about from the news today. I like chips. I like salty snacks. I'm trying to get off them, but I like salty. Me so too. what? What Lay's has done with their potato chips is they have taken their other salty snacks and made them into potato chips. So we are tasting all three of those. I saw them on the news today. They are taking Funyuns, which is a great snack, and they're making that a potato chip. They are taking Cheetos. And making Cheetos a potato chip and the Fritos chili cheese chip, Frito, they're making that into a potato chip. So we're going to try all three of the Lay's new potato chip flavors based on all of their other salty snacks. And we're talking, starting with my least favorite. And you bought these this morning, right? On the way here. Along with? Chip clips. You bought chip chip clips. clips. He bought chip clips. You bought chip clips. Well, how will she get them? Am I going to go to Goodwill? Why don't you just roll the bag until you get home? It's not a proper way to store chips. (laughs) You need a chip clip. You want to, I want the chips not spill in my car, and I want to keep them fresh and oh, crispy God. chips. You need a chip clip. Oh, my God. So, Sorry once again to the audio listeners for this section okay. of We're gonna, the program. You have to chew into the mic so they can just be grab. in a moment with us. Oh, we're going Which off ones the same plate, huh? Yeah, we're going off the same plate. It's going to be easier. These are They're the funion onion. ones? They're ruffles. They're ru- they have ridges. Funion. I'm going to give some to DP. These are onion? These are funion. Oh. 
I already dropped it. This could this could, could be bad already because I'm not a They're big onion fan. Ruffles. I'm not, not a big, a big onion, onion fan. fan. I love ruffles. All. It kind of just tastes like a sour so cream. Right into the microphone. Oh wow! Yeah. It kind of tastes like a sour cream and onion trip. No, no, minus the sour cream. I will say this because I'm not an onion guy. Yes, please. Funyuns are for one. Funyuns are my favorite potato. See, like, I, don't don't like, my I don't really like funyuns, but Making I like sure you're these. Getting the sense of the texture. Oh, wow. and the I, amount of crunch in these I did chips. these first because I didn't think I'd like them. James said chip clips walked so tape could run. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's... Oh, yeah, I, I liked those. Yeah, I like they're good. Too. I'm going with my favorite like subtle onion flavor. I like that they're ruffles because they have some structure like to them. I'm a big fan of ridges. Yeah. Ruff <laughs> not Ruffles not brand. Ridges. These are Lay's. Not a sponsor. <laughs> okay, These now we're going... Cheetos cheese. Cheetos cheese flavored potato chips. Again, I'm skeptical. Wow. But I have to say one for one. At least you didn't bring ketchup chips in. Well, this was not I about. Wish. This is not about. This is about their other chip, salty snacks becoming chips. <laughs> I know. Those are good. <laughs> Cheetos Sean. cheese flavored. We're gonna go with that as number right, two. Right. Ooh. Mm. Mm. I'm not. I'm not getting the cheese. Are you getting the cheese? It tastes like it's a way it literally to. tastes like a Cheeto, but I am having mm -hmm. I don't like it in the form of a chip. It needs to be the Cheeto. Yeah. I don't think there's like the first one you could argue I think there's a lot of people who would like that more than Funyuns. I don't I think do there's too. any situation where you would take this over oh, a Cheeto. Cheeto. No, this doesn't I'm even taste like a Cheeto to me. This no. tastes like a potato chip with like fake cheese with yeah, it. Yeah, I do not like this. So one. I'm gonna go so far onions. Speaking of Cheetos, have you had the natural Cheetos? Those are good. Those are like crack. I'm just saying. Not that I like crack. Charles, <laughs> just want to put that out there. Comparative to crack, because I I know you're such a big crack guy. Yeah. From time to time. I knew this show would be off the rails. Okay, so now these Ooh, these are what these are the ones I was waiting for. These huh? are the Fritos chili cheese chips. I was waiting for Fritos. <laughs> I'll check it in. Like no, the, that's Jacob. I was waiting for the Fritos one because I'm a Fritos chili cheese guy. And so these are the ones I've been waiting for. Those are the Cheeto ones. Those are the Cheeto ones. I need more of these. The, the Funyun ones are winning by far. Wait, what are these? What are these again? No. Those are the Cheetos. Try these the are Fritos. Fritos. Fritos, are Fritos, Fritos chili cheese. Now I am a big Fritos fan. So I love Fritos. You guys are just, Jacob's just standing Fritos. in front of the camera. Right. Fritos. <laughs> Our head of production, ladies and gentlemen. So Fritos chili cheese. It has the chili cheese flavor of a Frito. It does. I don't hate it. I don't hate this. I got, I think these, ooh, wait till I, wait till they, they have, bit, they have they some have depth. They they have that's some my coming. favorite one. That's my favorite wait, one of the three. There's wait, wait How three, four seconds. How my sound seconds. level, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Once the again, little, if you have misophonia, I'm so sorry. Light. Yeah, no, I like it. it got, this is my favorite one of the three. I think onion, this one, Cheeto, like far down the list. That's, that's my ranking too. Yeah, I'm going to go. I still like the onion. I'm so surprised that I don't like Funyuns. I'm going to say the Funyun flavored ruffled chips one, <laughs> chili cheese a close second, and the Cheetos chip is a distant third. I would agree. Funyuns are my favorite chip, so that knocks down these these Funyun chips because I like the original Funyun so much. Fair enough. I hate Fritos. Like, I hate, I just don't like I don't like corn Fritos chips like either. That. So these are amazing. Yeah, I like I, these. I could eat this entire bag right now. This, so these are some of like my favorite you chips. Probably ever should. Wow. You should. Probably just give it to you. Yeah, these are genuinely like very, very good chips. Wow. Yeah. Um, Charles earlier brought up all dressed ruffles. That's an elite chip, by the way. And then laughing made a funny comment. Is this Munchies taste test stream brought to you by OGs? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There are. Wait, we do have OGs in so the we, office. We've all got a. So it's a winner. 
We've got a winner. I think onion is the consensus, onion. but onion is a consensus winner. And Cheeto is the consensus <laughs> bottom. Yeah. I took your vote into an account. It was just out. We get an applause for that because that was a, that was a good fun day, Friday fun day. That was segment. a good. T- that, that was fun. <laughs> Everyone recommend tr- get it going out the store trying them mm. this weekend. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, Pete. Yeah. yeah, thanks for getting there, those. Off the cup. Wait till you see next Do you remember week's. to clip them all? Yeah, I know. Okay. I, yeah. No, I haven't. Close the I got next week's already planned out, but I'm not discuss. telling you. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. while we're just off the rails, we got to do our weekly weekend binge segment. And I'm going to go first because I finally have a show Love that's Island, not Australia. Love Island at all. <laughs> I'm still watching. More the, applause, please. I'm, <laughs> I'm still watching <laughs> this season of Love Island, but. This season. Uh, yeah. uh, how many are there? Like 39? Uh, episodes Sorry. or seasons? Seasons. I don't know. I'm on season eight, but okay. there's like 60 episodes. Okay. Westworld on oh, HBO. Yeah. Wow. You? Wait, oh, did you start you, from scratch? Are you just, what does that are you mean? coming in in season no, one? No, no, no. I'm on season four. Okay. So, so you have. So Westworld. So I started watching it in college. Okay. One of the most genius shows I've ever seen. It's not one of those you can just have it on the background. You need to be dialed in 100%. Mm-hmm. But if you just want like a mind-blowing, great, creative, unique show, oh my god, it's phenomenal. And I didn't love season three. So when season four came out, Bingo. I wasn't like, oh yay, Westworld's back. I was like, oh, Westworld. Spot on. Season four has been it's amazing. Back. Feels like the it's, show is back. Yes. Completely agree with that to review. four without watching three? <laughs> Perfect review. No, I you have to, watch I have to watch three. Yeah. Okay. You have to watch three to get it, but you're going to be disappointed in so season zip three, which three. is what zip I was through three, to get, get to four. Four has been amazing. It. Four mm-hmm. has felt like seasons one and two, which were phenomenal seasons of TV. This Westworld is on HBO Max. That's my weekend binge. Yeah. The, the season finale is on Sunday. So I was going to say the same thing because I've come back to Westworld, so I don't have anything else. But I was also going to say, because I had hip surgery and I can't do a lot right now, that I need some recommendations from all of you. And the chat. And on the net. Yeah, on the chat. Absolutely. And next week on Friday Fun Day, if I've checked out some of those series, I'll either criticize your choices <laughs> or celebrate you for turning me onto a really good new show. Oh, so you're getting I missed that part. So you, we're going to get suggestions. I'd like some suggestions because I've I've just the blown Sandman? through a lot of. See, that's Sandman. new. Better, Sandman's better new. Call Saul? The Sandman, well, I'm a Better Call Saul fan already, okay. but the Sandman started out interesting and then it just, uh, I, I haven't done there yet. I lost interest in, in the series. Um, we did watch a movie last night, though. The whole family watched a movie last night. And you guys have probably heard of this movie. It's it's Prey. It's the prequel to Predator. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's worth Hulu, the watch. Right? It was fun. It was a fun watch. Hulu? It was a fun ride. Yep, it's on Hulu. Dan said season one of Only Murders in the Building. I watched it. Okay. Liked it. I heard it's good. I heard season two is not and so, as good. Along with what Dan's saying here, that kind of is in the same vein of the one that I'm going to okay. suggest. And I don't know if I'm recommending it yet because I've only watched one episode because we just finished Yellowstone season four. So we're done with Yellowstone. We're caught up. So yesterday we started a show called The Resort on Peacock. It's similar to Murders Only in the Building. It's it's a little darker than that. Where it's a little bit of a comedy but deep down, it's a mystery, and it's a mystery on this island. This couple goes to resort for their 10th anniversary, and they're trying to rekindle their marriage, but then they stumble upon this mystery, and now they're deep into it, and they're trying to solve it themselves without involving the police. So it's got a little bit of mystery, a little bit of intrigue. Short shows, only a half hour. I like it. Eight episodes total, so I'm a very gentle thumbs up for me for the resort on Peacock. Okay. A gentle thumbs up. 
Um, and that's my weekend bid. More in the comments. Tim said the Detroiters. Josh said 11-22-63. Uh, the Watt said Paramount's Evil is interesting. Yeah, I started to watch that one. That's okay. We got a lot of reviews. Yeah, I might, got some suggestions. I might start uh, Peaky Blinders this weekend. I've been wanting to watch Peaky that Blinders. for Which a one? very long time. Peaky, Peaky Blinders. Peaky, yeah, that's that's a must. Peaky watch. Blinders is good. Like, I used to hate subtitles. Like for Peaky Blinders, I want the subtitles on. I'm like, what do you say? Oh my god, what do you say? I, I can't those, understand. So that. I the started, accent is so. Rough, I started yeah. using. You're gonna laugh at me. I started using subtitles while watching Love Island because. Their you accents are so so same same vibes. Okay. Peaky Blinders, well, Love Island, same I've thing. Always sure. British. I've always been a subtitles guy, which I appreciate because then I was not like a lot of people were really phased when they try to watch Parasite because it's all in Korean and I watch Parasite and I or, yeah. oh I need subtitles. I love that movie. That's one of the Great best movie. like horror thriller oh movies my God, I've ever phenomenal. seen. Phenomenal. I I I'm. I haven't seen it. <gasps> oh, Petey, oh. you have to watch it, is, it this weekend. It messes with your guy. guy. It's fantastic. It is Phenomenal. Genuinely, it. genuinely fantastic. On it. it was in my queue. <laughs> Tim's and I, and to the surprise of no one, I have closed captioning on all the time. Oh, I have to. I literally have through to. Through the news. Through I, it, My closed captioning is on. I literally went to go see a movie in the theaters and, ha- and said, <laughs> where's the closed captioning? The, and you're like <laughs> surround sound. Like, where, where's the subtitle? Uh, anyway, that was our that was our weekend binge and taste test segment of Friday. And before I think we'll do our final segment, we'll squeeze it in. We haven't okay. done it in a few weeks, but before we do, I just want to make sure I tell you about Foco, our newest partner, the leader in sports merchandise and collectibles. Foco's got you covered with the best Arizona merchandise. They've officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids, and everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. Head on over to foco.com. That's F-O-C-O.com. Or click the link below in the description for all non-presale items. Use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. Okay. We're going to do the producer power play. We haven't done this Uh-oh. in ages. Wow. I don't know why I always tense up when I hear that. I know. It is a little stressful. <sighs> Um, all right, Sean. All right. Uh, this one's pretty simple. I had another idea, but I, it's uh, evergreen. I could say that for another time. The potato chip thing made me think. Um, pretty simple. If you could create your own potato chip flavor of something mm. random, it could be another kind of chip. It could be literally anything. Um, what would it be? That's pretty straightforward. Okay. Um, are you are you going to start a timer? Yeah, your time starts right now. Okay. Wait, are we going to have to agree on a chip here? No, no. no you just get your okay. own flavor if you want. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure I know already okay, what I like because I know what I go like first. in a potato chip. It's going to be ruffled, first of all. It's going to have ridges. I like sea salt and vinegar. That's you're just that. going plain. You're, you're, like, you got to go. I need you to create like, one. Create I'm talking a chocolate. Chip, I want an your... Oreo ridge with, with though, the let's... white cream and the chocolate mixed together in a salty chip. <gasps> so you get the salty, the sweet. I know what I want. It sounds yes. disgusting to me. Microwave popcorn is like my favorite Money. thing ever. Ooh, that could be a great microwave popcorn buttery. Butter as right. a chip. So I have to go. I have yeah, to go outside the box. Yeah, for to... for the, the the record, they've right. had cappuccino, mint, blueberry. Here's where stuff I'm going. Like that that I'm going with yeah. Italian sausage pizza potato chip. Ooh, I can see that. Okay. I can think that made me think of an Italian dressing potato chip could also be delicious. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna go, I want caramel in mine too because I like that salty sweet and, and sweet, salty, sweet and salty. Like. So I wanted some kind of caramel in mine. Uh, that salty popcorn. Like butter, microwave popcorn is going to be tough to beat. Um, and then a spinoff of that would be like with the sweet M and M's and popcorn is the best. So like an M M&M and M version of the uh, yeah. Um, started doing that at the movies, Leah. Yeah, 
It's a must. Yeah, it's a must. M&M's and popcorn? Yeah. My mom does it. And then I love putting the white cheddar seasoning on my popcorn. So then another spinoff would be white cheddar popcorn chips. Um, Josh said a Cholula chip, which made me think yes. a sriracha chip would be Ooh, sriracha chip. Pe- no, that's what Tim said. Peanut but butter the problem sriracha. With the, heat, the problem with the heat is can you keep like one after the other after the other with that yeah. heat? Well, but you do hot Cheetos. People eat hot Cheetos. I would absolutely love uh, like a maple syrup chip, like a maple chip. I think that would be delicious. I just think it would be fake maple. And oh. I couldn't sweet and salty. Do it. So they would have the little maple leaf on there and be like, Nine seconds. made I'm with real s- Canadian syrup. Anything sweet and salty, I'm going caramel. M&M's and popcorn. I'm not a sweet guy, so I'm going to stick with my... Oh, shit. That was a good question, Sean. Thank you. I think we did well. I think we did well. I'm very proud. Wow, we've gotten so many applause sounds in this this episode. (laughs) He's wanted the... Studio B, this is it. This is like my day of affirmation with all this applause and my my throwing the ball back to kids earlier today. Thanks, Studio B. We had a lot of good times in Studio B. A lot of late nights. A lot of heartbreaks. A lot of beers. A lot of beer. A lot of Wheel of Fantasy. A lot of laughs. A laughs. I'll miss Studio B a little bit. That said... Yep. Not gonna miss you, Studio Sayonara. B. I will. On to the next. We'll never forget where we came from when we're that's true. When we're in our nice, our new humble studio. beginnings. Yes. <laughs> Tim said, "A plus episode." Thank you, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Thank you all so much for watching. It makes it so fun um, when the <laughs> chat is involved. What? Craig's not a sweet guy. Josh said, "I am." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> I get that a lot. Yeah, you're the definition yeah, of sweet. <laughs> um, seriously, thank you all so much for watching. It makes it so fun when you all chime in on the chat and for following along and be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to this youtube channel phnx sports if you have not already like i oh i haven't actually said this we're gonna have an audio episode monday because we're moving that day so we're, we've pre-recorded an audio episode for that day we'll have audio tuesday and then we'll be live same schedule as this week pretty much Mon- uh, wednesday thursday friday live at 11 tempe city council it's gonna hear back on the Coyotes proposal next week, so lots of stuff. Ahead. Might have a couple guests. We're talking about the arena yeah. again. <sighs> it's the one thing people really like hearing about. So. They do. They do like the arena talk. Yep. But we may have, a or they guests. absolutely hate it. But yeah, either way, they, they engagement. Are, people, some, people are passionate. I have irons in the fire, so hopefully yes. we'll have a couple more guests. Yeah. Next so week. you'll, you'll want to stay tuned for that, and be sure to uh, follow PageRank Sports across all social platforms. Tons of great content across the board for all of the Arizona sports. And follow us on Twitter at PageNext underscore Coyotes. Follow each of us on Twitter at Craig S. Morgan, at Liam Merrill, and at S. Peter Talkie, and at Sean underscore DePause. We need to get Sean some more followers. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Everybody I follow at Sean follow underscore DePause. And we need to get to 4,000 followers for the beat account. And we need to get there. So please share it with a friend. Send Everybody send it to five of your friends who are hockey fans or Coyotes fans or just sports fans um we like to have fun on twitter and we'll always reply to you if you tweet at us so definitely do that enjoy your weekend everyone goodbye studio b thanks for the memories and we'll talk to everyone on monday have a great weekend